Okay, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Miss Congeniality. Unfortunately, we're starting with a crisis. We're just going to kick things off with a little crisis. A crisis never hurt nobody. It's not really a crisis as much as it is me being wrong um, and having to say that I'm wrong to somebody who I care about, which is a difficult thing to do. So let's dive in. Okay, excuse me while I open a bottle of wine for the crisis, but basically the crisis was Scorpio boy was telling me that my audio quality could be improved, but you know what? He used, I'm opening a bottle of wine, just, it was actually champagne. Screw wine, we're champagne drinkers. This is the J-O, Gyro, I'll put it, I'll link it to Instagram, Rosé Prosecco, 18 bucks, just celebrating. Screw it, we might as well. Um, You might hear the fizzing, but anywho, poured a glass of that. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so Scorpio Boy was saying to me, you know what? I think your audio quality for your podcast could be better. But he said it in a mean way because he was really tired and had a long day and was like pent up emotion. And he just said it and it hurt my feelings and I cried. Uh, I'm sensitive, but also he did apologize because he did kind of hurt my feelings and it, he wasn't really being nice. Uh, but anyways, we cleared it up. And for my graduation present, he bought me a microphone to use to record my podcast. So, so sweet of him. And once we got it, we recorded the first episode using it together. And we set it up on my system preferences with the input output, but we didn't set it up on GarageBand. And so then he was like, it actually sounds really pretty much the same exact way as it sounds when you don't use the microphone. So I'm really sorry. Like, you're probably right. Like, maybe this microphone stuff is BS. It's not BS. It now sounds way better. The audio quality is like emacky. And that's because I figured out that you had to put it through GarageBand. So I'm an asshole. I'm when he gets off work, I'm gonna tell him that I'm really sorry because that's annoying as hell. Sorry, I just threw away the cork. Uh, anyway, though. Uh, sorry, I was answering a text from my cousin. I'm so annoying. Like, what am I doing? Okay, I feel like we're in a few crises. Crises. So let's just go through them. Number one, why are the Billie Eilish tickets three hundred dollars? My brother and I really want to go. I haven't started working yet, so I don't have any pay income at the moment other than my nannying job, which I have to resign from soon, and I'm really freaking sad about that. Let me take a sip of champagne. Mmm. Mmm. So good. Okay. So, my brother wants us to go to Billie Eilish. Great. I go to the pre-sale. They're $260. i am like, do we really need to go that badly? Like, I freaking love Billie Eilish, but, like, the tickets are literally $260 for nosebleeds. So, like, do we want that? Do we want that? And I'm going to Gov Ball, but I'm not going the day she's going. And the reason being, like, all the other days, the lineups are so much better than the day that she's going. And I really want to see Megan Thee Stallion, and Scorpio Boy wants to see J Balvin, and who else is that on that day? ASAP Rocky, maybe? And so, like, it worked out for us better to buy tickets on the day when, like, people are there that we both want to see, because it's kind of more of an experience than to go on the Billie Eilish day. I went with my ex, Brooklyn, to Guffball uh, when we first started seeing each other. And it was like with all of his friends from work who were like 27. And I was literally 20. I had yet to turn 21. And I got super drunk. I looked so cute that day. And like we were just having the best time and gallivanting. But then I had a panic attack and left and went to Chipotle. So like I didn't really get the full range of experience of it. But I do recommend going. I think it's super fun. I'm going on the Saturday. So if anyone wants to hang and like come drink rosé. Rosé. Oh my God. Why am I like tearing up? That was weird. If anyone wants to come drink rosé with me. Saturday will be the day that Scorpion and I will be there to see Megan Thee Stallion and all the other people. I think 
Phoebe Bridges is there that day too and King Princess it just like seemed like the best day to go but my brother is like pestering about the Billie Eilish thing and like yeah I would love to see her but like we were supposed to go to Chromatica Ball that got canceled like do we want to give our money to Chromatica Ball part two like when she comes back with it that's Gaga instead I don't quite know anyways guys anyways let's get back to it updates uh updates so I'm going home for the weekend to the J Shore Jersey Shore for Memorial Day I'm bringing Scorpio boy we're going Friday morning he has off work which is exciting we're going a little bit later than I would like to because I want to get my hair blown out because Friday is the jar anniversary shit you not it is the anniversary of the jar thrilled thrilled thrilling in fact so it's been one year since I first posted on TikTok one year since all of this started like literally one year since the podcast even got planted as a seed in my head one year since I started using Instagram like it was my job not true I've always done that but one year since like all of this started happening I can't even believe that and I feel like a blowout is necessary for the occasion however it might rain Friday so now I'm like how necessary is a blowout Eli like you want to blow out but it might rain and I'm going out to lunch with my grandma and grandpa with Scorpio boy when we get to Jersey and then we're hosting a little pregame we're gonna make like a jargarita and then our plan is to go to donovan's which is a bar but it's like can we get there like are we gonna be able to go to donovan's i swear to god we might end up in the house that the houses that i like literally like spent high school in the basements of and like i know that scorpio boy is gonna come in contact with like guys that i can needled with in high school and the guy i lost my virginity to which is fine we're good who cares right who cares i mean like i don't care but it's just a little annoying but you know what he gets along with everyone so that's gonna be great and like i love him so much like who cares like about my past but he's gonna be like really diving into the jersey shore world and my brother's girlfriend's gonna be there jake's home now and then my friend is coming in Devin, on saturday afternoon so i'll be super fun for saturday night don't really have like concrete plans yet but i'm just thrilled i'm thrilled ecstatic ecstatic in fact to just have a fun weekend on the jersey shore and then i start work june 7th which is like wtf how 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 is this happening like the real world beckons but the thing is like i love my life so much because like yeah i have the real world but like i have you guys like it's like a this is like the moment i feel like that it's meant the most to me to have you guys because like it's not like i'm in school and like whatever it's like yeah i have a full-time job but like i also have like my creative outlet and like my people and because you guys are like my favorite cohort of friends and I say friends instead of fans because like I'm not famous so I don't have fans but like obviously I love everybody equally I love my people on TikTok I love my people on Insta I love my YouTube subscribers my podcast people are like special because like there's not as many of you as the others obviously probably more than YouTube but still I feel like you guys are like dedicated and like you want to know the most about me and so like that's what I'm going to tell you about the job because I just feel confident doing that and like obviously you guys are allowed to share not like it's going to be out in the world but i'm not really like announcing it on social i don't really know how to do that yet i'm kind of confused by it but basically i had been interviewing at a lot of places that i felt like were really good fits for me i interviewed with people magazine for an associate editor's role i I interviewed with the new york post for a role writing features dating relationship stuff i interviewed at bloomberg i interviewed where else uh some food publications the list kind of goes on i have it i had an interview at the houston chronicle randomly and yeah so there was like a bunch of different like opportunities popping up but either one of two things they didn't pay well at all meaning like 45k or less which i have debt from columbia and i don't know if you guys know this but new york city is very expensive 
and something that's important to me is being financially independent from my parents because like they've given me a lot of energy and funds and like they deserve to be done and then paying off my debts and then also the third thing is like having enough money to pursue my content because it's expensive to make tiktoks and so I just would have to have had help from my dad if taken any of those jobs if I even got any of them I got rejected from a myriad of them so like some of them weren't even opportunities the job that i did accept is a role with a british publication um, called inside pnc it's an actually an economic publication that covers the markets and like the financial world and like business in general and they're a startup in the u.s and i literally fell in love with their team the team is amazing it's a very small team and they just pay very generously to the point where like i can be comfortable in the city completely financially independent paying off my debts and have leftover money to attend equinox and money to pursue content which is like what I what my real passion is and I I know it's like for a second I kind of thought thought I was selling out and I was like kind of having like a moral tug of war because I was like this isn't really like my passion project but but at the end of the day I don't know much about business so it is a learning experience and I love to learn I'm so curious and also I love to write and I'll write about anything and so like that's another part of it that's enticing to me and then the third thing is like this is this is not me abandoning my dreams it's me investing in them and unfortunately money makes the world go round whether you like that or not and I'm not just taking this job for money there was a lot that went into it but at the end of the day it's practical for me and I want to be able to perform for you guys in every single way and this job's hours aren't super taxing it's not gonna like kill me to the point where some of the other ones I just felt like we're gonna be like a lot of overtime work and I was just gonna be not having energy for my creative stuff and this gives me so much energy for my creative stuff and the best part of all there's a lot of conflicts of interest with certain journalistic outlets and social they have not said any words to me about toning down my social or deleting it and that was a big concern when looking for jobs and I I did say I'm not willing to delete or tone down my social for a job I love this and it's something that I do with my whole heart and my whole self and I do it for you guys and I do it for me and I'm not going to stop doing it I want to work at a place that wants me to pursue my creative passions in addition to pursuing the job at 100% so I'm really excited I'm going to be a U.S. news reporter and I feel like it's like such a good combination of like left brain right brain like I'm so like creative in my day-to-day and like I I need some structure it's like this is the Capricorn of my life in in, in, a, in a world where I'm just all Cancer and Pisces and Sagittarius if that makes sense I'm I'm really excited I just I don't quite know how to announce it on social or if I want to even like I I like to keep some things private and like a lot of people are asking and that's great and I'm definitely going to promote the fact that I talk about it on this week's episode because I think it is necessary that people know where I'm working but I'm so excited um I think there's a lot of there's gonna be so many benefits in this job and it's kind of an open-ended experience um as long as the partnership is going well I could stay for as long as I like it might stay forever um I don't I'm I'm open to it I'm ready for it and I'm so excited and grateful that this opportunity has been given to me and it just really aligns well overall like holistically aligns really well and I think it's just going to be an amazing learning opportunity like I said I can't wait to learn more about the stuff that I'll be covering and just get funky with it I'm, I'm very excited so that's that update uh the job front at least and I'm very looking forward to it and I just I think it's going to be a really great nine to five I guess we'll see we'll have to update you guys but I don't see why it won't be Sorry, I had to take a break for a sec because I haven't talked much out loud today. I nannied for a few hours and went to the gym. I also slept in because I'm getting my period and I don't feel well. 
um and i don't talk much in any of those so my throat was like whoa also uh for those of you who ask i got my nannying job by joining facebook groups in the area i live in in the city so for example moms of west village and then you just post like hey i'm this person i'm this i have this experience and i would love to like i'm looking for a job and babysitting or nannying super easy way i had like tons of people bite and i ended up going with a family that i fit well with who needed me for the days that i was available so that's great and i'm really sad to be leaving them honestly like their child is a 10 month old and she's like my whole world (laughs) literally right now so i'll be sad but you know what i will visit Anyways, I put out a question box on Instagram asking you guys what you want me to talk about today, and I'm kind of going to riff on it. Uh, The first one is about Spencewa, and I actually did want to say something about this. Like, God, that kid is literally, what, 17, 18? The poor thing. It came up on my For You page today that during his social media break, people were kind of bullying him by doctoring up tweets that he sent that were racist. And like, first of all, it's just like not okay and appropriate at any time. But the fact that it's being done when he's on a social media break because he was getting bullied because of his appearance, it's just like really so sad. I feel for him. I'm here for him if he needs me. Uh, I really love his content. I think he's a doll. And like to the point that like people were bullying him from his, his appearance because he was making comments on other people's I'm not quite sure how like harmful he ever got with commenting on someone's appearance. I think it was more like a holistic thing. And I never think it's okay to comment on someone's appearance. Like I'm clearly not that well informed on this topic specifically. But also I think we need to keep in mind that he's 17. He has a comedy page where he's joking and he never intended harm on anybody. And being mean to him and bullying him is just like it's just as bad as something he could have done, which I don't even think he did anything. But anyways, I just I'm hoping for the best for him. He's in my thoughts. I really want him to come back and as strong as ever but when you're 17 like it's not so easy when you're getting harassed by millions of people and also you know getting catfished with racist tweets that's just like totally not okay like people have it out for him and it's because they're jealous um and i'm sorry for that and i hope he's he's doing okay i hope the break is worthwhile for him but yes i love him so i hope he's i hope he's doing all right anyways uh imposter syndrome that's a good one i I think I had a lot of this twofold, both TikTok and Columbia. Let me take a sip of my wine. Ah, there we go. So I guess I'll start with Columbia. I just, you know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed in terms of like book smart. I am so culturally smart, if that makes sense. And I'm like street smart to an extent. And I'm like, really funny and I'm creative but I'm not like intelligent and I never was I worked really hard in school and obviously went to these amazing schools and I did well but I also like I'm not the most like attentive person and I try to be better and so I think getting there I was really just like like how did I even get in and like do I deserve to be here but something that I find and I think that this is actually applicable in every sphere is that you have skills that other people there don't have and they have skills that you don't have and like you're supposed to be there as like an amalgamation to like work together and so like in my video class i was literally bottom of the totem pole i've never like held a video camera in that capacity but and there are people that definitely were and so i learned from them and then in my written word and reporting classes like i kind of like wore the pants in that situation because like i was a writer and there was other times that we were talking about like sports and some girls were really like keen on sports but if we were talking about food and restaurants like that was my niche and like i guess as i like dove in with confidence i realized that like we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses and we are here to learn from not only the faculty but from each other and the other thing that my cross-country coach told me which i think i've spoken about before but i'm going to say it again is fake it till you make it and that's like when you're running a race um and you feel like you're gonna die just like do those like 
breaths like those quick breaths and just like fake it like stick out your chest and just keep effing going if you throw up who the hell cares just like you keep going and you fake it like you fake that you're confident that you feel great because literally 70 percent of anything is in your head it's like everything from orgasms to running to like journalism (laughs) all of that is in your head (laughs) oh my god i can't believe i just said that so like fake it till you make it just be confident walk in there being like i'm smart i'm worthy and i deserve to be here and if you don't believe it but you tell yourself that every day eventually you're gonna start believing it it's in a weird way it's like lying you know when you lie about something for a really long time then all of a sudden you're like what actually happened it's like that but in a positive manner don't lie that's bad but if you're doing it in a positive way like a positive affirmation to yourself the imposter syndrome will dissipate and i definitely felt it with tiktok too i remember like even now like we have a tiktok group chat and it's like remy bader who does her like realistic calls and it's lewis who's hilarious and audrey and kate from tiktok and roma who's stay-at-home daughter and like they all have more followers than i do and at first i was like why do they want why do i need to be in this group chat like i don't add anything here but that's not true like followers are a number like everything is like so arbitrary those people want me there they want to hear what i have to say tinks is another good example like when i met with her she literally has quadruple the amount of followers i have but when i met her for the first time like she was asking me questions and picking my brain and like was an amazing person to connect with and she like cared about me as a person and didn't really matter that she was much much more kind of like established on tiktok than i am and i started to realize that like people value you and numbers mean nothing and like if they don't value you well then screw them they're not worth it as people like boil it down if you're having imposter syndrome because you feel like you don't belong well that's all in your head because if people make you feel that way then those people don't matter and i've really learned that through my tiktok thing as well like i've had a lot of random people follow me that i'm like oh my god they have so many followers they shouldn't follow me but it's like maybe they find me funny maybe they like me like it doesn't matter i'm gonna follow them back and support them too and like if they did make me feel like i wasn't worthy because i didn't have as much followers as they did even though i am funny and i do bring something to the table then they're not worthwhile people so i think get out of your own head and fake it till you make it is definitely the best way to do that let's take another sip of champagne you guys are with me for every sip i'm not i'm who cares about pausing i'm not pausing screw pausing holy shit my mom just texted me happy almost memorial day weekend i'm recording a podcast and you guys look so hot can't wait to hang cute dress love that one now i'm gonna send her a picture and say ave bought me a mic uh yeah he's like actually the best boyfriend ever anyways jesus christ i always text during this and that's not to say um that i'm like ignoring you guys at all because i'm not uh but i yeah i just need to answer text sometimes not that i'm popular because i'm literally like a loser all right one more sip i hope you enjoyed that intermission anyways anyways flirting and texting new people also meeting new people that's a good one so meeting new people in a city is really hard (laughs) i would actually legit go on bumble bff if i didn't have friends here from high school and like etc but also meetup.com is this is not sponsored it's super cool but it's basically a website where like people can create groups so it can be like feminist book club and like ten thousand people in your area would join it and then they do meetups like i joined a running one i joined a writing one it's like so exciting and awesome and like a really good way to meet people and i would like totally recommend joining it if you're in a new city because who knows who you could stumble upon that could like open you up into like a huge 
new group of people like literally like joining a running group could have you meet like a significant other or like you meet one person and it catapults into a friend group uh so definitely join that and then just go places and put yourself out there like if you are having trouble meeting people like get a little coffee shop job on the weekends like make a couple bucks and like meet some people and then quit when you're not needing friends anymore i think that putting yourself out there can be really tough and it's tough for me because i have a lot of social anxiety but I would recommend doing it as much as you can when you're in a new place and just force yourself like make yourself a schedule and be like Saturday's my day that I'm putting myself out there I'm gonna walk around and talk to people I'm gonna say hi to people in stores maybe get a coffee shop job and go to one thing on meetup.com but this question also asked about flirting and texting new people so I said this on Instagram story but I'm gonna reiterate it now if you're interested in somebody as more than a hookup or more than a fling don't give them your snapchat because i think it insinuate like men like really want to have non-committal sex a lot of them do at least and of course many of them are looking for a relationship but young college age men i always tell guys that i'm seeing for the first time whether it's a date or if i'm going to hang out with a guy for the first time that i don't have snapchat because regardless of my intent of if i want it to be a casual hookup or if i want it to be you know something more if i want it to be a fling i am then in the driver's seat whereas if you give him your snapchat it's automatically suggesting that he can just snapchat you and not text you which is something that disappears and goes away and it's just completely non-committal and not like geared toward anything serious and again you might not be looking for that either but put yourself in the driver's seat tell them i don't have snapchat because it's actually impossible to get from snapchat to texting and get somebody from snapchat to want to date you you will literally be in a two-year tug of war trying to make that happen and that's just not worth it you want to be with people that want to be with you so always give guys your number instead of your snapchat they can text you if they want you to come over that's the least they can do if even if it's a booty call like just respect you um and so i recommend that as my first thing with like flirting with guys like obviously once i start dating someone i told my boyfriend like i tell people that because i don't have i don't want to use it with guys but I don't even really use it a lot ever but I do use it with my friends I just think it's kind of silly and like a little bit juvenile like that was the way to communicate in seventh grade like if this man is 21 years old he can text you to take you out on a date or text you to come over he does not need to be snapchatting you for any reason shape or form it's literally was intended for nudes and like again like if you want to send nudes over it it's great for nudes but like you need to understand like what snapchat is uh anyways so when you're texting a new person i i've learned this in my recent relationship but i think it's really really smart um and 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 and, an astute thing to do in any new relationship and flirting with someone over text you need to establish a set of communication and obviously at first it's not going to be so easy like the first date like you're not going to know like what the communication is but like when you're getting into a relationship with someone like establish the communication and i've seen this on tiktok but it's funny because it's exactly what my relationship is connect in the morning and say good morning what's up what does your day look like either facetime in the morning while you're both getting ready or just text exchange some things about what your day looks like and kind of like what you're anticipating and then after like a few minutes just end it with like and i love you have a great day and let me know if anything changes obviously if something comes up like you're booking a trip or like you see concert tickets or like you need to ask them like their pant size for a random reason obviously text them in the day don't forbid yourself from doing that but save all of like the tweets that you see and tiktoks and like little thing that that happened like someone bought your coffee for you behind you at starbucks or like you got food poisoning i mean maybe that's a little bit more pressing but like you got a new shirt or like you you your feet hurt or your head hurt like all those little things that happen or you want to talk about john mulaney's divorce all those little things that happen throughout the day save it and at night 
check in when you're both off work or done with school and just have like a really nice FaceTime or phone call or, or be face to face and have like a meaningful conversation about your day. I think it's kind of stupid to be texting 24 seven. And I'm promising you right now, this is coming from somebody that is used to texting 24 seven with significant others, or at least like 12 seven, like at least half the day, like talking to them. But it's like, then you run out of things to talk about. And it's also like, it's annoying. Like you're going to start to resent the person when you're doing something and they're texting you. And then you feel obligated to reply because they know you're on your phone and whatever, like relax. It's so much better to switch into that, but communicate about it. Like with Avery, I was like, Hey, listen, like, or he was like, when I'm at work, I cannot answer you. And I feel obligated to, because I care about you. So I was like, let's do this call in the morning, call at night and text in the day if it's pressing but just save the stuff and i always have a lot to say so i'll write it down but like wine hang on so good but like you want to not resent the person and obviously you're not going to resent them because you love them but you won't annoy them and you don't want to do that either and like meaningful conversations in a relationship go so much farther than like starbucks was out of cold brew that sucks i'm sorry say it later like oh my god starbucks without a cold brew like say that at 9 p.m on the facetime or when you're face to face lying in bed it doesn't need to be constant i think that honestly rips relationships apart and i'm learning that from scorpio boy so congrats to him another shout out this has been a positive episode for him it it always is okay so the next question that was a really good one is about the job search process and to be quite frank with you guys columbia did help a lot i think if you're kind of trying to go into a field that you've never had experience in a master's is really good if you can afford it i took out debt for it which i don't know if that was the best idea ever but it wasn't the worst like my debt isn't that bad and i'll pay it off that's enthusiastic anyways but the job i do have was an introduction columbia made but obviously the work i i did to get the job in the five plus interviews was on my own my biggest advice is persistence but don't be annoying like if somebody hasn't followed up with you in two weeks and no news is always good news like no news doesn't mean you didn't get the job it's usually they're just deliberating like follow up be polite but follow up like maybe they'll just want to jump on a call with you randomly or something i don't know like random stuff happens also go on LinkedIn and find people that went to your alma mater that work at the types of companies that you want to work at and ask them to do an introductory call or an introductory interview where they just tell you a little bit about the position and you tell them about yourself like I did one of these with a Columbia grad that worked at like Hearst or something which is um, a magazine group and she literally gave me the best possible advice I could have gotten that literally has helped me get a job and she was just a random person from Columbia so I would highly recommend doing that make those connections with people and then LinkedIn is a great place to find jobs as well as is indeed or simply hired sign up for the like notifications they'll email you when any new job pops up in your area that's journalism or writer that was like for me but for you if it's like sales like put sales and have them email you every day then it's like there's 10 new jobs with sales and then you have 10 new automatic applications and then just manifest put your best foot forward and you're gonna crush it so it's actually not that bad okay next one how to stay motivated while working out and running this is a good question i get like runner's high and like a lot of endorphins from working out i know a lot of people can't say the same about themselves like i know a lot of people like don't feel like that which is fine obviously like people are different but for me good music cute outfit and like a gym that i actually want to go to so that meant for me splurging on the equinox like i'm cutting my spending money in a third per week with my job and my budget by going to equinox and that's something i'm willing to do because like i love the gym and i want to go to a gym that i want to go to every day if you don't want to go to your gym and this reminds me i have to cancel my plan of fitness membership they don't let you do it freaking over the phone you got to go in person it's ridiculous so 
like you want to be at a gym that you want to go to not at a gym that you don't want to go to because then you're not going to go or you're going to resent going and never go so that was a big thing for me like going to equinox is like a place i want to be at some place that i'm like excited about and that makes me like want to go to the gym so i would recommend doing that and then like during it like don't kill yourself like if you're trying to run five miles but like your body just hurts when you get to three walk a little and then pick back up the run like don't quit altogether but like there's nobody saying that you have to run five miles and like if you don't it's bad like that's ridiculous so i just try to like keep myself pumped up with good music a cute outfit a gym i want to go to and then not killing myself and like i do set plan for myself like tomorrow i want to go to the spin class but like if i don't make it to the spin class so be it i'll run or i'll spin on my own or i'll do hit like nobody is like telling your body that you have to do something that you don't feel like doing so that too but to an extent some days you have to push yourself to get out of bed for a workout and you know what that's also worth it so yeah okay so one of you guys asked me to have brooke mickeo and audrey on as guests audrey's been on so if you want to go search for that episode and listen please feel free she gives the best advice i love her and then brooke i'm so 100,000% going to ask her to be on it as well. I'm obsessed with her. She's amazing. If you don't know who she is, you probably do. She's a pretty prominent YouTuber. I love her content. She's such a doll. And I feel like we're pretty similar. So that. Okay. One of you asked me to talk about myself in high school. And I definitely exaggerate. Like, I did have friends. I was in a friend group. I've talked about this on Insta Story as well, but I think friend groups are a little toxic. Like, any more than five people, like, someone's always going to get left out and someone's feelings are going to get hurt. And, like, I had a friend group of girls in high school that was like 25 people. And, like, it was always a fight. People were always leaving our group chat. Nobody could truly know each other. And, like, everything like would like fall apart and like in terms of that friend group I wasn't really invited to like the big events often because the girls hosting the bigger events like parties and stuff they were often not the girls I was close to and that's like no skin off anyone's back it's nobody's fault but like I was the one that was consistently feeling left out within this friend group and I don't resent friend groups for any reason I just don't think they work I think they're a very high school thing like I would much prefer having best friends and then like tiny friend groups in different places like in college I had my theater friends and I had my newspaper friends and I had like my running friends and I had like my class friends and like I didn't have like one group that I was obligated to I had like my best friends and they were like kind of spread out and that's really nice like yeah they didn't know each other super well but like I was never getting in random fights for no reason or being roped into drama or like tasked with choosing a side like I had a very carefree college experience sans a friend group and my senior house senior year ended up being like an amalgamation of a bunch of different groups of best friends it was six girls and like three pairs of best friends and like it worked out so well obsessed so in high school I had this like huge friend group and then I had a tiny group of like six girls which is still in existence to a fault uh and I'm like really still best friends with like two people from high school uh Kelly and Veronica and then I'm very very close and and Gabrielle and Willis as well and Olivia uh that's like my little group but Veronica wasn't in that group she was a year younger than us and Kelly had like some different groups she's also like kind of a floater where she like has a lot of friends in different places so like I had all I had like friends in different places and I have like a small group that's still friends and then I have like separate friends from high school and I feel like everybody respected me but people didn't like me and it's because I'm loud and annoying and like back then I didn't have an outlet for it so as you can imagine I was just like putting things into the abyss that nobody cared about and it's high school and I was also like in drama club which like isn't exactly the coolest and I was I ran cross country and track and I had social anxiety so like I think the combination of those things and I was like very very go-getter type like I went to do well in the SAT I wanted to get all my college apps in 
I was the editor of the yearbook and so I was like kind of just like a fringy type um and people a lot of people didn't like me and like yeah I also didn't get invited to any graduation parties which is like another thing entirely like who cares but like people in my friend group did have one and like three of us didn't get invited because they like had a cap on it but it's like that's the kind of thing about friend groups that like get catty and shitty like and again like I don't have any resentment at all but like I tried to post a story today on instead being like oh my god why do I want to bring my boyfriend to this bar like I literally people in high school didn't like me and they're all going to be there and I accidentally posted it to public and I meant to post it to my private but like I don't really care so I kept it up uh I just mean like I like love to bring him out and around and I want to but like I don't even have that many friends from high school and like that's all the people that are going to be there which is fine but like just kind of weird but anyways like I you know I I didn't have like a terrible high school experience I wasn't getting like outwardly bullied I just like didn't have a ton of friends and like my friend group wasn't like super strong and like I was more friends with like my activities like I had play practice all the time and so like I was friends with the people that were there and then I did yearbook at night so I was friends with the people there and like did cross country but like those weren't my friend groups if that makes sense like I didn't really have I had that big one but like it was kind of blew up every day like literally every day people would leave the group chat it was nonsense and so in college I kind of like tried to take a similar approach sans the big group so like I joined Creek Life I had theater I joined the daily I joined like a thousand different groups and I had friends in all of this groups and friends in all of my classes and friends in my minor and everything like that but I never subscribed to the idea of having a big friend group and it really paid off for me because I feel like people always get hurt in those situations and I have some amazing best friends from college to largely in part to the fact that I didn't subscribe to that ideal so yeah oh someone asked about social anxiety so I think that's also a really great topic that goes along with this okay sorry we had to turn on the ac unit so if you can hear that that's my ac unit because it's hot as hell in here but social anxiety basically my thought on social anxiety is like where is it stemming from so it's stemming obviously from an anxiety about being social and for me it's like a desire to not want to communicate with people i don't know like it makes me anxious it makes me upset i don't like it but i also do know that when i get to the place that i'm anxious about going to and this normally happens it's for me it's with people that i'm not super close with like fringe people like my best friends my closest people my boyfriend never social anxiety with them but like people that i don't know well it's like i want to cancel all day but i always push through to remind myself that there is nothing stopping you from saying hey i'm just not feeling great and i want to leave number one and number two you will have fun when you get there and if you don't there's nothing stopping from you you from saying hey i'm not feeling great and i want to go home so easy easy as that to be like i just i just am not functioning well here and i got it got a piece or if you're anxious about saying that you could just say i have a stomach ache i have a headache and i'm just gonna go home i'm tired and so but nine times out of ten i promise you you're gonna have a good time and if you don't like for me, if I don't have a good time, it's normally in a huge group setting. And then you could Irish goodbye it and just slink away, which is kind of a bad piece of advice. But that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say to you guys. So switching gears, somebody asked about my weirdest dreams. And that's a funny thing. So I don't dream a lot, but I did. Ha- I do have this reoccurring dream that I haven't had in a while. And now that I say that, it'll probably happen tonight where I'm walking around a dirt path that's in a circle but you can't see the circle you can't see the other side but it is it's in a circle or like an oval but it's like miles miles long but it's like one path and like occasionally people pass by me on like a bike or like in a horse-drawn carriage and I'm just walking and the only thing that I know is that I did something so terrible that nobody in my life will ever forgive me but like I can't kill myself I can't walk away like I can't stop that thought of knowing that I did it and I know I did it 
like I'm 100% positive I did the thing but there's no way to stop knowing that I did it so I'm just walking and like I've never really done that many bad things knock on wood but like this thing is worse than like anything you can ever imagine but I don't know what it is so like I always say to my parents when I'm trying to explain it like it's it's worse than if I accidentally sold all five of my dad's restaurants on an accident and signed contracts and we couldn't get them back like it's like worse than like killing someone which i feel like is the worst thing you do. like i did something so terrible like i decimated human society i don't know what i did and it's weird because i'm not a violent person I'm, I'm not like a bad person like i'm very like docile and nice and kind like i don't do bad things like I, i'm afraid of hurting someone's feelings so i don't know what i did and it's a terrible crippling nightmare i hate it and i hate having this dream and i haven't had it in a while but i used to have it all the time when i was a kid anyway somebody also asked me to do a michigan episode i don't really know what that means uh for those of you who don't know i did go to u of m the university of michigan in ann arbor i studied theater poli sci and creative writing and it was an incredible experience but for lack of a better like michigan episode which i don't know what that means so if you have an example please message me about it i want to say something about college which is as such people always say like this is the best four years of your life and there's like so much pressure to make that true like there's so much pressure for it to be like this crazy amazing time and it is crazy and it is amazing but after my freshman year I was like diagnosed with depression and I like wasn't doing too hot and I realized that it isn't the best four years of your life it's the most formative four years so like it is going to change you and mold you in ways that other years probably won't and I'm speaking for myself like and for the majority like I think that this is true for a lot of people but maybe it's not true for everybody so like my years at Michigan molded me and changed me in ways that other years of my life have never and probably won't I think the last year of my life has been incredibly formative but this was like I walked in as this like you walk into college as this like naive and like maybe closed-minded person and like I think the onset of things like TikTok and like I went to college in 2016 which doesn't feel that long ago but it's like now a chuggy year to people but for me I walked in like naive and closed off to the world and I walked out like a totally different person and I love that 18 year old that I was when I walked into Michigan like she was so like wide-eyed and happy about the world but she hadn't really experienced like terrifying hardship and like I always had anxiety and I always had like you know sadness and like my mom was sick when I was in high school and I had to deal with that and there were challenges but like I never dealt with the challenge of like isolation and like I never dealt with a heartbreak and I never dealt with like so many things that 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 come up in college um and I also wasn't a big drinker in high school so there was a world yet to be discovered and people that I'd yet to discover and so it was incredibly formative i had a great time i really wish that i was back there and i could take advantage of more things my biggest recommendation for college freshmen is like take advantage of everything and stop making it like i need it to be the best four years of my life why would you want to peak in college like you're 20 you like if we're all going to live to 100 you have 80 years to have the best year of your life i want to be 100 on my deathbed and then i want to know which year was the best but i never want to walk away from a year and say that was the best year of my life isn't that a sad way to live like you can say that was the best year of my life so far i think despite covid and that's like so terrible and awful and i'm like terribly sad that that even occurred like the last past year was one of the best years of my life personally and personal growth not overall uh obviously not societally but i think like i want to be able to reflect on my life and be like that was the best year of my life when i was 30 you know when i was 27 like that was the best day of my life but if you're putting pressure on yourself that it needs to be the best four years of your life it simply is going to be so stressful so i discarded that notion like immediately when i got there after the year and it was so helpful and i I recommend that you do the same and and i want to just reiterate that like i was in 
two serious and one quasi-serious relationships in college and the two of them that I was in that that I felt like truly in love with the person like that rocked me like ending that is just enough to make you want to curl up in a ball and never leave your room but like you're gonna get through it and I think that those two relationships definitely like defined my Michigan experience in a way because one of them was my entire freshman year into half of my sophomore year and the second one was the second half of my sophomore year into the beginning of my senior year and then my senior year I had like a bit of a fling and then fizzled out and that person I I still do genuinely like care about as a friend but the first two like they define my experience and I don't regret it because that's how I learned about love I learned about relationships I learned about life I experienced things that I never thought I would experience and don't think I'll experience again but I'm like I don't want to get mushy right now but like I love Scorpio boy so much and like care about him so much and he's so special to me but that's only possible because I was like decimated by these other things and like I am able to feel this euphoria of like the best I've ever felt with someone because I felt the worst with someone else and that's obviously not like something I wish upon anyone like I don't want anyone to go through a breakup that like it really like slaughters them but like the moral of the story is like when you're at your lowest it enables you to be able to feel a high that you never knew existed and that's what I'm feeling right now so Michigan was great but this segues into a good question um, or a statement that someone wanted me to talk about which is being insecure about being single let me take a sip of my wine and I've used this analogy before but I want to use it again it's if you're like running into traffic looking for a car to hit you they're all going to slam on their brakes but if you're not noticing anything and you're walking across the street, that's when the car is going to hit you. The car is a, is a significant other. If you're sprinting around looking for a significant other, no one's going to hit you. They're all going to slam on their brakes. The minute that you stop looking, that's when someone's going to hit you. And I know people say that and it's so hard because you're like, well, if I delete hinge, like I'm wasting time. But it's like, are you really wasting five months? Like it's five months. You're young. And I went on a break from Hinge because I was an obsessive dating app dater. I dated a guy my freshman year to my sophomore year and then my sophomore year to my senior year. And then I dated a guy this summer going into my senior year for a little bit. And then my senior year, I was single, but I wasn't really because I was hooking up with people out the walls and I was like trying to connect with people and find someone, even though I was saying I was going to be single for the year. I was still trying. And then I got to New York and I was like, I'm ready. I was single for a year. I'm going to find a boyfriend. And it's like, well, you're not ready because you never spent any time alone. And so in November, I took a month break from or in October, rather, I took a month break from Hinge and it ended up being a three month break from Hinge that's like my dating app of choice and then I met Scorpio boy in January and it was when I honestly been alone I had been so solitary like I was enjoying my friends I was experiencing like that second wave of lockdown that we had I was focusing on school I was focusing on myself and like I told myself if if a guy presented himself that was a dating app like adjacent like not from a dating app of course I'm gonna go on a date with him but I'm done running into traffic looking for someone to love me because it's never gonna work I need someone to love me because they want to love me and that's not going to happen until I love me and I did not know how I was really bad at being alone it's something that I'm really was so insecure about the growth that I experienced in the two months that I forced myself to be alone was greater than the growth I've experienced in years of dating people and I am confident that the reason that my relationship now is going so well is because I was alone for those two months and I grew and I learned how to love Eli so that somebody else can too 
and I'm so honest when I say that the last four months of this relationship that I'm in now have been stronger and more communicative and better and less problematic and just all around happier than any relationship I've ever been in and that is yes absolutely because of Scorpio boy he is amazing but it's also because I found out what I need and what I'm looking for and what and, and how I can love myself so that someone else can love me too and that's really really important so that's my biggest recommendation on being insecure with being single like you don't know the gift you're giving yourself by being single and like stop running into traffic let the traffic hit you but don't die <laughs> okay someone asked me my thoughts on tattoos I don't know like I I know that you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have tattoos and I'm not religiously Jewish so it doesn't bother me like so much but like what if I married somebody that was Jewish because I am culturally Jewish and then they wanted to be buried next to me I don't know like I'm not gonna jump into a tattoo right now I love the idea of them if you want one go for it they're sexy I think they're fun my mom has one my dad has five uh my mom literally low-key has a tram stamp it's on her hip it literally is a tiffany bow with my dad's name in it swear to god so like my parents are tattoo oriented but they told me that i couldn't get a tattoo until i was financially independent which i'm about to be but i don't think i want one i think what i do want is a second piercing which i'm gonna get um because my mom was like don't get a second piercing but like now when i'm financially independent i'm gonna get one but i don't i think i'm not gonna rush to a tattoo but if you want to more power to you i have friends with them i love them i think they're so sick and so sexy but personally i'm not rushing into a tattoo yeah that's that's all that's all there somebody asked me about my day in my life morning routine boring things like meals you cook and favorite grocery store items good question my morning routine i generally wake up between seven and eight actually six thirty and eight try to get up around seven i splash my face with cold water brush my teeth i do a little bit of a skincare depending on what my day looks like if i'm going to work out i don't put anything on my face uh, I don't tend to work out in the morning often. I prefer like late morning if that's possible, but I need to start getting in the swing of it being early morning because my job. So work out in the morning, shower, and then I do like skincare, which is normally like some sort of serum and sunscreen, makeup if I have something like a meeting or somewhere to go, and then I'll make breakfast. I'm big on smoothies. I love a green juice. I love toast with peanut butter. I love oatmeal. Uh, smoothies are like my go-to breakfast I like gluten-free pancakes if I have time I love perfect bars so something of that nature normally a smoothie though and then I will kind of get on my way I try to take like a few minutes in my morning to like go on a walk either to like get a coffee or just like sit with my thoughts for a sec sometimes I'll read if there's like an article that pops up on twitter i do tend to text check social right away in the morning and that just feels more like damage control to me because if someone says something about me overnight which like it's so sad that i have to think like that but i think we all do so i'll check social right away in the morning as well and then i'll probably check it again like late afternoon or late morning you guys know that i'm on it all the time though when i see a notif pop up i'm like immediately on it did i just say notif that's weird but i'm like immediately ready to go so that's usually my morning routine um my favorite grocery store items right now i love overnight oats from trader joe's i love perfect bars i buy them at target i love pressed juicery juices i love all of the salmon and tuna burgers that trader joe's has and the mahi burgers are really good i love their green like cilantro dressing that they have i like oikos green greek yogurt i buy simply jiff peanut butter because it's cheaper um 
salted roasted almonds are like a go-to snack right now and i unfortunately am really bad at cooking dinner and i'm going to get better at it once i start my job i'm in a meal prep but right now i buy a shitload of sweet green or salads at the equinox salad bar and i know that's so bad not for you but financially and i'm gonna work on it i've, I've been trying to bring my coffee to nannying three out of the five times a week or like when I start working, I'm going to try to make my coffee three days out of five days and then allow myself to spread twice. Because this is the thing. I know for a fact. I think this is a good rule of thumb for finances. I know that I want the coffee that somebody else makes at a coffee shop. Or I want the sweet green salad. So giving myself the two days, like Monday and Friday are your buy a coffee day. Like that is better for me than making myself miserable five days a week being like you can't have it so i try to lay lay aside the money that for two days a week i can have a coffee someone else makes i can have a salad somebody else makes because those things bring me joy uh or instead of the salad someone else makes i can go out for ice cream like i try to leave like monday and friday are the days that you can have like a coffee and then maybe tuesday and thursdays are the days that you don't make your dinner you buy it out and like yes it's privileged to be able to say that i can do that like my job affords me that financial flexibility but i i try to do that opposed to like you can't have it at all and only on the weekends because i think that it's almost like the binge restrict mindset a little different but like if you have the financial capabilities and you're working and you have money I think it's really feasible to set aside those days where like those are your coffee days um where you go to Starbucks you go to Joe Coffee or like whatever your favorite is and yeah so that's something that I definitely try to do uh I love Trader Joe's it's where I grocery shop generally but I am near Zabar's and a Citarella so if Trader Joe's line is so long which it always is I'll go to Zabar's or Citarella I love Chipotle as usual usually get it on Sundays it's actually funny in college we would go to chipotle at 11 a.m when it opened every sunday morning and debrief our weekend and so like no matter where you were if you were at a guy's house if you were like if there was a guy at our apartment or at our house rather wherever you were you had to be ready to go to chipotle at 11 a.m and there was a qdoba and a mcdonald's across from the chipotle so if you didn't want chipotle you could get something else and if there was a guy with you he could come but you had to be ready to go at 11 and we debrief our weekends and sit on our living room sofa um and so it's we called it chipotle sunday and i told my boyfriend about this scorpio boy and now we do chipotle sunday every sunday night to keep the tradition alive which is adorable like love that for us uh so that's chipotle sunday but yeah i've been going out a lot on the weekends i'm gonna try to tone it down but it's hard new york is fun but i'm gonna try to tone it down because i'm trying to get my butt back in shape i feel like i'm out of shape in terms of running you know i'm trying to i've been talking about this a little bit on insta story sorry for continuing to bring that up but i think it's important to be able once you're recovered from eating problems if you want to and if you don't want to screw it don't but if you want to lose five pounds or ten pounds in a healthy way that's healthy for you that maintains you at a healthy weight that should be something you're able to do and that we're able to flexibly talk about and so i'm trying to lose like 10 pounds right now just because like i feel like my happy weight is a little bit far from where i am and that's okay like my i think my recovered weight is far from where i am right now and so i want to be able to get there like in a very good and like healthy mindset and way so i've been trying to go out less and like work out every day which i normally do and just eat better which means like less chipotle <laughs> But I guess there's healthy ways to do Chipotle, just my Chipotle order. I would rather have it all out on Chipotle Sunday. But anyways, guys, I think that we're coming to a close here. I've been talking at you for 51 minutes nearly. 
I'm looking around and I realize that my stuff is in the dryer and I want to check on it. I really want to make my bed and have fresh sheets tonight. I slept at Scorpio Boys for five days in a row and I'm obligated to stay here tonight. I'm trying to work out before I go to nannying tomorrow at 10 as well. So I need to like get my shit together, get my life together. I didn't read it all today and I try to read 10 pages in the morning, 10 at night. You guys know the 7 to 11 routine. Last night I went to bed at 9 and I woke up at 9 today, which is literally ridiculous. But I blame my thyroid. Sometimes I have bad thyroid days. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It happens. It's something that's very, very much so part of my life. And I try to like respect the thyroid when it decides to like just completely die on me and have like a terrible motif. But anyways, motif. I will, of course, keep you guys updated with everything that's going on in the next few days. I'm trying to figure out about this blowout situation. I love you guys. Thank you for listening so very much. Please let me know if you have any people that you really, 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 really want to have on the podcast. Just hit me up with it and I'll make sure that happens. So thank you guys so much. I love you and I will see you next Thursday or in two Thursdays. That was a sloppy ending, but I'm a sloppy person. Not really. I have my shit together. I swear. That is fake it till you make it. An example. Bye. Love you so much. Aggressively. Ew. Weird.